Kimelo Mutine on SAFM. All right, so we got a distress call from Patrick, um, one of our listeners, saying that he was injured at work and there are lots of issues that are not going right. This is an injury from 2009. So we decided to get Mike Begram, who is our law expert here on Life Happens, to assist us with this case. Let me welcome both onto the show. Mike, thank you so much for helping us with this particular case. Welcome. My pleasure, an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me on air. And welcome to you as well, Patrick. Just give us a, a quick background as to what your case actually is. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, 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 thanks to Melo. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Okay, what happened was in 2009, mm-hmm. uh, got injured at work. I collapsed my knee. Mm-hmm. I tore my ACL. Mm-hmm. And then it was reported by Labour. Labour dealt with it and compensated me in 2012. Mm-hmm. And then in 2014, my knee collapsed again. Okay. And I was at work working for a different employer. Okay. And I, I followed procedure. I called my soup. He came out to the hospital. And with the moment he had that is a recurring injury, mm. he said that the reason why it's compulsory for us to have medical aid in case we, experience, we get into such a situation. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would have to use my medical aid. Labor will not pay for that IOD. And I did. And, and meaning uh, uh, labor didn't pay me 75% now when I was off work. Mm-hmm. And I had to take sick leave, I had to take annual leave, I had to take unpaid leave. And then I had to use my medical aid, I paid over 100000 for that. And uh, two months back in June, uh, June, July, it so happened that I find Royal Mafata on your show, Pimelo. Mm-hmm. And uh, I asked him about this issue, he said I must send him an email I did, he forwarded it to the Devon uh, Inspectorate. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lady there, a principal inspector, contacted me. I gave her all the details of that incident. She then had a meeting with the previous employer. And she forwarded the report back to her superiors. Now, that's where the problem begins now. And then, since then, I've been asking them for progress. And the last time they told me, they're going to subpoena the previous employer to report that IOD. Mm-hmm. And then three weeks later, when I asked them for, for, for progress on the matter, they said, they sent me an, a form that I must take to the doctor that treated me the first time around. Mm-hmm. He must fill it in and then they can reopen the case. Mm-hmm. Now, my issue is what happened to them uh, making that company to report the accident? Mm. And uh, I, I feel something is fishy there because... It is not nice. I've done my part of the work by reporting it back in 2014. Mm. I cannot now take time off work to go and report that matter. And who is going to cover the cost mm-hmm. when I'm traveling there? Who is going to get me to that doctor? Because it's all the way out there in Yenache. I hear you. That is, those, those are my issues. Yeah. And why, all of a, why did they say they're going to subpoena them and then all of a sudden they're not going to subpoena them? I must fill in the forms. Mm. I, I feel like they want these guys off the hook. Don't want to find them. According to my research, if a company or an employer does not report an accident within 12 months, mm. 
eventually, once Labour finds out about it, they will have to find them for not reporting. But it seems like they are trying to run away from this, mm-hmm. that thing there, of finding them. And it seems like they do not want me compensated for what I used back then and my time off. That's my- why they tend to get the company off the hook. I'm not sure what is happening. Sure. But they are, they, 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 for the past three, four weeks, uh, 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 they... The chief inspector, mm. I think that that's the man now for the whole country. Mm-hmm. He said he's gonna take some time look into the matter. He hasn't. He said he, I'm sending the email again. He'll answer. He hasn't. Okay. I've let, 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 been let, calling let, him since Monday every day, more than once a day. He does not answer his phone anymore. Mm. Mike, so, what's your sense of what's going on here? Well, my sense is, and I've been saying this for many years, that the compensation fund itself is dysfunctional. Mm. Uh, there are real problems. They, uh, their first system collapsed. They had a very expensive, um, rather old computer system. They then put in a new system that was called CompEasy. Uh, in fact, you've spoken to Mr. Vuyo Mufata, the yes. commissioner, yes. Uh, about this. And this CompEasy system has been... Uh, basically running circles around employees and leaving them high and dry. What is happening over here is, yes, the employer must report, and it does look like the first employer in 2009 did make a report. That wasn't the problem. And he got compensation in 2012, and he got 75% compensation, which is also not the problem. It looks like the the further collapse in 2014 Mm had to be re-reported. Mm. Um, and I'm not sure at this point whether that collapse actually happened at work or not. Because he if it happens at it work did. at the new employer, he says it did. then the new employer has to report that, that's, not that's, the old one. That's what Patrick is saying. He's disputing exactly what um, uh, they are saying at the compensation fund because he says, why would he have to go all the way back to the old doctor, whereas this was a new injury and it happened at the space of work uh, with a new employer. So surely the yeah. new employer is the one who's responsible for, for filling in the forms and, and putting in the, 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 the claim. And he's correct. He's correct because if, in fact, in 2014, at the new employer, the injury then reoccurred okay. or mm. occurred there again mm. or maybe even on a different knee, that new employer has to put in a report. It sounds like they didn't. It has to put in a report, and what the compensation fund is trying to do is trying to force it back to the original complaint in 2009. That's not acceptable. Mm. Absolutely not acceptable, and he's quite right. What's his recourse? Because for me, it does definitely look like the second employer is the one who was not interested in in doing what was right. But what he's expecting is for for the compensation fund to be the one that goes after that guy. And, And what I understand is that he's saying, then why is it his problem to call people like yourself to go and chase a matter where he's going to have to pay again for legal assistance, whereas the compensation fund should be doing that work yeah except they won't oh. and he's got to get the money and they won't do it because i think they're understaffed i think they're under resourced and i think they are incompetent and so he's got to ensure and i'm telling everyone this that comes to my law practice you've got to ensure that you actually pursue your own case because sure. to go and sit back and rely on the compensation fund that's not going to be, it's going to be detrimental to you. It's not going to be functional. 
I have a fellow in Port Elizabeth that's been waiting because he lost an eye in an accident. He's been waiting 21 years. Mike. And I said, so you can't wait. Mike. You have to actually, he, he must do it. So, look, I mean, and as you're right, it's not only Patrick, it's a lot of other people. When, when you are in a situation like where Patrick is now, where it means taking time off from work, it means extra costs with another lawyer, really, is that the only way? Isn't there another way in which we can hold these people accountable? Well, of course there is. Look, he mustn't go to a lawyer. I don't think that's going to help him. Okay. He's got to go to, the, to he's got to go to the doctor, and he's got to go to his previous employer, and then he's got to put pressure on the fund itself. Now, you don't have to go in; you can do it online. Okay. But he says he's been phoning these guys for two weeks. To Mr. Mafata, because but he is the commissioner. Patrick sounds to me like he's been very proactive. He's been on the phone for two weeks nonstop. They've stopped taking his calls. He's been emailing. He he really sounds like somebody who's been on the ball about taking the matter on into his own hands. Yeah, and I think there's probably a half a million other South Africans yeah. in exactly the same boat mm. as him. And maybe what we can do is we can write to Mr. Mafata on his behalf, uh, tell him it won't cost him anything. You'll give him my email address. I'll write to Mr. Mafata. And we must make sure that the new employer is brought to book. They don't That's have it. that many inspectors. So you've got to understand as well from their point of view, mm-hmm. they don't have the capacity for every single complaint that comes in to send an inspector to that workplace. They just don't have it. That's that's unfortunate life all over the world. It's not just South Africa. That the Department of Labor and the, around the world doesn't have the capacity to do it. We've got to, we've got to find it. It is enough. up to the employee to, to take this. I know he's been trying, but he mustn't give it up because, I mean, it's his knee and it's his expenses. He's got to get the money back from the fund. Patrick, are you still with the same employer? No, I'm mean, a different employer. Man. Okay, so at and least to it make doesn't. Matters work, yeah. I've got no ACL again. My knee collapsed again. Yeah, because it's obviously so, a problematic uh, at the knee. Moment, yes, and and my job means, uh, 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 involves going up and down the stairs carrying a toolbox. Oh, what? So I'm battling. Oh, I need wow. to fix this knee. Oh. When it's cloudy, when yeah. it's cold, and I stay in the high field in Pumalanga. Mm. So every now and then it's cold, yeah. and then mm. it's a problem to go I, to work and function 100%. I make, I make a suggestion mm. that Patrick does email me with the details. I know this doesn't, helping one man doesn't help the, the majority out there, mm. but it's the, it, it, it's got to, we've got to at least do something. Mm. And let, he's taken the time and trouble to try and help himself, and mm. he's getting nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sympathize with that because that's hundreds of people that are exactly the same boat. But let me try. Let me at least try. Yeah. You I think can email me, so you will listen on SAFM, and let's make this work. That's the point, Patrick. You know, we, we're going we're going out of our way to help you simply because you've given us the proof that you've done everything you could possibly do, and that I think is very very unfair. So we need to escalate it to another level because for somebody who's taken the trouble to try and sort this out in every possible way, I, I definitely think it's unfair, Mike. I mean, I sound like a broken record, but I. I what do we do? What are we yeah. going to do? What are we going to do with this? Uh, you know, we got the same problem with the UIF. Um, there are two sections of the Department of Employment and Labor that are dysfunctional, and we've got to keep batting on. I keep writing to the minister and to the DG. Um, I know that you also try to take people to task. We've got to keep doing it. We can't throw up our hands in the air and say we're not going to do anything. Because then they'll never come right. They do need to come right. 
Um, why is it that the CCMA, the Commission for Conciliation, Mediation and Arbitration, is so functional? They're brilliant. Mm. They're doing a great job. Yes, there are little complaints every now and again, but how can they do a good job when their sisters, uh, both UIF and Workmen's Compensation, just somehow fail the people of South Africa? Doesn't yeah. make sense. Patrick, let's try. Okay, let's see what we can do. We really empathize with you. Let's try and see what we can do. We we obviously will not be able to fix the world, but let's let's see what we can do with your case. Are you willing for us to help you? Yes, I am, and I'll appreciate it. Thank you. We'll follow up with you. Mike, ever so, you know, we're so grateful. Thank you so much for taking the time to take our call and, and to see what we can do with Patrick's case. Thank you very much, Mike. With pleasure. You just give him my email address. All right. Thank we'll you. Do that. You keep up the good work. Thanks, Mike. Mike Bagram is our law expert here on Life Happens. And uh, that case um, that Patrick is talking about, I can tell you now, if I look at my screen, there are so many people like Patrick. And, and that actually is what breaks my heart, that we're going to solve Patrick's problem. But there are so many other people. And that begs the question, as you sit there, Mr. Vuyomafat, as you sit there in your office with your colleagues, how do you sleep at night? How do you sleep at night? And it's not to say that you're going to fix every problem, but it's the courtesy of at least responding to people to say, we hear you, we see your concerns, we'll try. We're not saying that it's got to be perfect, but the courtesy to at least pick up a call, as Patrick says, for me is at least the first step. Two o'clock, let's go to Jolana Tulo for the latest in SABC News.